0: out which emotion to have about this new J. cole album make sure that you guys are following me on facebook at shenanigans podcast on instagram at shenanigans underscore podcast and on twitter at sw friends Pod. guess what guys i host this month's podcast happy hour shout out to autumn audrey j and Sam. make sure to tune in the live event on May 22nd. We'll have more details, and of course, you'll see it on Instagram and everywhere else as we get closer to that date. Guys, if you want to watch previous podcast happy hours, make sure just to just check the link tree because I have literally everything that you'll ever need in your whole life in that thing. Trust me when I tell you that. Check the fucking link tree. Okay. Anyway, episode 118, let's get into it. If you're ready, I'm ready. So let's do it. Okay. So it's May, right? Weather is getting like warmer. People are feeling a little bit more lackadaisical with all this fucking quarantine shit. For instance, Las Vegas is opening up to full capacity on June 1st. I'm kind of against it, but nobody listens to me. Um, But okay. So basically summer's coming, right? um and one of people's favorite things to do in the summertime is definitely go to the pool right so either whether it's shores, you're going to a hotel or to wherever the case i don't know wherever pools be where do where else do pools be oh like community centers <laughs> colleges like wherever okay cool so pools be places okay cool all right so <laughs> anyway um, there may be an issue with that this summer uh, because of some weird stuff that happened right after Hurricane uh, Laura, I believe. Um, and then the fact that because we've all been quarantined um, and the demand for this has just gone up, like, you, your pool may not be able to be clean this summer. Um, chlorine tablets are low supply high demand, low supply. So when you do come across them, the fucking price has been doubled or you can't find them at all. I found out that there is a, a lab called Biolab in Louisiana. Um, it, like I said, uh, after Hurricane Laura last year, it burned down. So that, from what I was reading, that basic, basically... Um, covers like 80% of like our chlorine tablet supply, right? So that's a major chunk out of the industry. So we're only really running off of that 20%. Um, They're not even expected to be able to like be up and back and running um, until next year. So I don't know what that means for you guys. Um, I'm gonna need y'all for people who are not uh, familiar with pools and things like that, things that you need to look out for, if it just seems really murky, don't get in it. Um, there's mad signs that uh, chlorine is not is non-existent in the pool that you're about to step into, simply with how dirty it feels or looks. I guarantee you that is all. Usually, a visual check is usually enough. Um, I don't really like to be in those pools where you get like all the chlorine smell, but I like a visual check should be good enough. So I don't know if you're going to be able to smell it and decide, but a visual check should be good. Um, if it looks like yeah, then don't don't get in it. (laughs) I feel like most of these people are just gonna. I don't know how. Like, how hard is it to make chlorine tablets? I mean, that sounds like some fucking breaking bad shit. So probably don't do that, guys. But um, yeah. So anyway, that's a bummer for the summer, possibly. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I'm kind of hoping everybody kind of still is cautious of their the things that they're doing and things like that so that it won't be such a lag or such a you know drag, I guess, on the summer. But we'll see. Uh, me personally, I'm going to stick to the private pools that I have access to and oh, that'll be it. Okay, so <laughs> let's move on to fucking speaking of summer fucking bummers. You guys remember that song, Hey Ya by Outkast, right? I got to fucking sing it, sing it, right? You guys fucking know it. Um, somebody this week decided to ruin um, it for me. Um, as we all know, it is a bop. It's hard to hear it without dancing to it. But somebody's pointed out that the lyrics are kind of about love when it doesn't work, right? And that bummed me out a little bit <laughs> Cause first of all It's like damn like first of all What do we really even have to look forward to anymore Like <laughs> And now you guys are taking this from me This is insane um, But um, Okay so let's kind of like go over the lyrics I mean the end of the song is basically um, Not really related to the Main point of the song Cause the, then we know that that part um, we, there's actually a line that separates the part of what the song is actually about and then all the, the other shit. When he goes, Y'all don't want to hear me, y'all just want to dance, right? And you guys remember that part? Everything after that is just bullshit, so you can dance to, right? But everything else is like, mm, That's interesting. So, just to go over a couple of lines with y'all, because I'm not Doug from Struggle Plate, so I'm gonna stay in my lane. Um, but, <laughs> um, so. My baby don't mess around because she loves me so, and this I know for sure, right? We know that, right? And this I know for sure, right? Clap, clap, clap. Okay, cool. But then it goes, but does she really wanna? But can't stand to see me walk out that door, and we're just singing it, right? But the line that says, but does she really wanna? I think belongs to the the previous portions about whether or not she wants to love him. Like whether, e- like whether she's even into this, which I was like, damn. So then you go a little bit further. And then you said, he goes, you think you got it. Oh, you think you got it, but got it. Just don't get it when there's nothing at all. Right. Again, I still think he's talking. I think the nothing at all is love. Right. We get together. Oh, we get together. But separate's always better when there's feelings involved. And it's like. So, you want to be with them or you don't want to be with them? I don't know. And then he goes, um, you know what they say, nothing lasts forever. And then he goes, but what makes love the exception? Like, he literally just dropped a bomb on us and basically said that if you love somebody or if you are in a relationship with somebody, basically kiss that shit goodbye. Because that shit is not real and that shit is not going to last forever. (laughs) And I hope my boyfriend don't see this. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but um, yeah, like, and I was like, "Damn, that was some real shit." Like, really, like, and then the part about uh, mom and dad, like, how they just stayed together, even though like they might not have even been super happy with each other, but like, ah, you fuckers always find a way to ruin shit. Like, literally, I feel like that's what these younger kids is like thing is it's like to find stuff that i love so much and then find ways to like ruin them for me so good job guys <laughs> good job <laughs> but i don't know it's still a bop and i'm still gonna sing it so hey, i don't know i don't like listen y'all can also tell me if y'all want me to stop singing i know i just be like singing stuff and i know that is not i get it <laughs> <laughs> but if y'all say nothing i'm gonna keep doing that shit okay Clap Okay, so anyway, <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> Look, I gotta keep start keeping my uh, my notebook close so I can start work. I can fucking remember my segues. So speaking of relationships <clears throat> that are working somehow, um, <laughs> there is this like new, and I don't even want to say phenomenal. Um, but there is this new thing. I don't even want to say, I don't even think I want to call it a trend. Cause that seems and that seems, um, insensitive to the people that are going through this or that are, and then that sounds like insensitive to like basically, okay, I'm fucking, I'm just gonna tell y'all. So (laughs) there are people, um, that are getting into platonic marriages. Um, these are people that are like taking their, I guess their friendships, um, to another level. Um, and they're basically vowing their lives to each other, but without sex. Um, and I know you guys are like, Chris, what the fuck are you even saying to me? None of these words that you're putting together in this sentence make sense. And I understand what you're saying. Um, but it's real. Um, there was even a super long Times article that I just refused to have the time to read um, about how this is like a growing genre of relationships. Um, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, like I'm not, I'm not against anything, like, especially when it don't have shit to do with me. But I'm just like, I, I'm trying to understand this. So, I'll, I'll give you an example of what a platonic marriage is, um, according to what I have read, right? So, there's these two best friends, and they've been best friends for a very long time, um, and they've decided that they are going to get married. So, like, think of, like, blood brothers, and then, like, times 20 I think like and I feel like this is accurately describing what's happening so um there was even remember when like there was even a point where remember friends would like buy duplexes and live next door to each other like I just don't understand where we strayed from this um, but now people are going a little bit further um, and they are marrying each other, basically vowing to like always be best friends forever. Like never leave your side through better or worse, whatever the fuck you might be my best friend. You a real bad bitch like forever though. Like here's the thing though, the couple that I was introduced to this, the idea of this from, um, they are from New York, um, Crystal and Jay. Um, Jay is actually getting her last name, or no, Crystal is getting her last name to be Jay's last name. So like they're going through like the, the name change and everything. And they're, the way that they're explaining this is basically like they want to be they want people to acknowledge them, like, to, as, like, family members. And I guess this is the only way they can do that. And, like, remember when niggas used to just be like, oh, that's my play sister. Oh, that's my cousin. Oh, that's my, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't do that no more. Anyway. So, here's the thing that I don't understand. They are... They want to be best friends forever. And I guess you have to get married for that now. I don't know. But, um here's the thing that's bought that I don't understand y'all. Okay. Now like follow me here again. These are two females. They're best friends. They're getting married to each other platonically. They are not sexually interested in each other in any way. Um. Okay. Two bombshells. One, they're sleeping in the sa- same bed with each other. And I know you're like, well, I slept in a bed with people. I slept in a bed with other girls. I'm also, I don't identify myself as somebody who's gay, so, whatever, right? But these girls are gay too, like so that's crazy. So I'm like, okay, because I'm thinking two girls that are not interested in each other could lay next to each other. but I'm like, how I don't know. like, if you loved your best friend enough to like marry them like you couldn't kiss them, like couldn't make out with them? I don't I don't know, I don't know, I don't I don't know how any of this works. But basically, they are both gay, but not interested in each other. Again, both gay, sleeping in the same bed, not fucking touching each other. And they're both... But they're both open to, like, having, like, relationships with people. So I don't understand why they had to get married for any of this. Couldn't they have just been roommates? Like, I just don't understand why they had to get married. And I get, like... They want people to treat them like family, I guess. Like, I guess I can relate that to, like, wanting her, like, getting her last name. But that just seems, like, extreme when you guys have no interest in, like... I don't even know how to explain it. Because, like, okay, so let's say both of them are, like, they're married, right? Because they are. And then let's say both of them meet somebody and, like, one of them... It's like super in love with that person. That person asked them to marry them. And they're like, oh, I can't marry you because I already married my best friend. But it's not like that. Like what? Like what? That, this isn't, guys, I tried to be sensitive and I tried to make sense of this. And I literally can't make sense of this. I don't, in no world does it make sense to marry somebody that you're not attracted to. I just can't figure it out. I just can't figure it out. I mean, unless you're like making a vow that you're never gonna like talk to anybody again, because it's just like you're closing a door for something before an opportunity even ha- even came. Like so, like now you find somebody that you are romantically and like like interested in, like in that way, and now you can't even marry them because you married to a girl over here, and you don't even like her. Like none of this makes sense to me. Like. I tried, I really did try to make sense of it and I just cannot do it. Like, I just cannot do it. Um, Let me see. So they don't have like specific numbers on like how many of people that are currently married right now are best friend marriages. Um, But apparently from Reddit fucking posts and things like that, like there are a lot of people that are doing this and I just don't understand now okay this is how to go deeper right I could maybe understand this if like they were like asexual right where they just weren't they just don't like they're not like the that sexual like side of them is just something that they don't really fuck with like you know what I'm saying like they don't identify or feel like feel those like feel those like things from people or do you know what I'm saying? Like, so if you're like, and so then I guess I can understand you just marrying somebody just to have somebody there. But like, if you're not asexual, like how does this, how does this benefit you? Like, cause what I, and again, my only like go-to thing is like, what if you meet somebody? What if you meet somebody? Now you got to divorce your best friend. Like, how does any of this sound and look and cost? Like, oh, I cannot. Okay, so I tried. I mean, I don't want to just go out on a limb and say this is some white people shit. But this might be some white people shit. Um, he, I, well, okay, no, no. As, as I said that, I cr- come across a... Uh, another relationship that have, they have a platonic marriage and I just don't understand like and the <sighs> I don't understand and they're both girls these girls are pansexual so when I get like you, like they have attraction towards anybody like whoever so I get that like that you may not be attracted to the person that you're married to but then I don't understand why y'all married each other like (laughs) this doesn't make sense this doesn't make sense and i want to make sense and the last couple the pansexual uh couple is actually uh they're black and so maybe i can't say it's a white person thing because it's not um and everybody's kind of response is that Is that they're just trying to build a family unit. Like, but I just don't know why you have to do all that to do that. And the first people I was telling you about, they're only like 23. Like, you are probably bound to meet somebody and want to marry them. Or at least spend the rest of your life with them and not have that associate or attached to you. That's all I'm saying. It's very weird. And I don't want to tell people how to be in relationships, but I just think it's very weird. And and unless I'm missing something, and if I'm missing something, guys, you guys know that I'm all super open to people explaining things to me or like correcting me. And I just this just doesn't make sense to me. And I just, I need something else to help make it make sense because it just doesn't make sense to me, guys. So um, on that note, let's move on Um, speaking of things that don't make sense to me, guys, let me talk to y'all for a second. Come closer. Guys, um, hold on, because, like, I love marijuana. It's, like, It does me so much better than, like, my Xanax prescription did. And, like, it is just, like, the bee's knees. That's basically all. Like, right? Um, and I get everybody can't smoke their marijuana, right? I get that. That's why we have edibles. That's why we have, like, fucking, 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 all types of fucking crazy shit. You can eat it. You can fucking do this. You can do that with it. Um, I also pride myself on. Not being a person that does drugs. Um, to me. Drugs are the things that. The dare dog told you about. Um, drugs are things that make you steal out of your parents purse. So. I can't think of a single time where I've stolen money um, or stolen anything to get weed. I don't think that's a thing with weed, peep smokers. So to me, I don't consider weed to be a drug. So with that being said, I pride myself on not taking drugs, right? But I have a real problem when I'm going to go ahead and just say it when I think drug users... (laughs) are trying to get in on my shit. And I know you guys are going to be like, what the fuck are you talking about? But I feel like you guys have seen this floating around somewhere on the internet recently. It's called cannabis. It is basically cannabis concentrate, right? So there's like certain guidelines to where, whether you can call things an edible or a concentrate. I think anything over a hundred uh, milligrams of THC um, is cannot be considered an edible. I think anything under a thousand milligrams of THC can't be considered a concentrate, right? So concentrate stays between that realm, right? More than a hundred, less than a thousand. So legally, this is a cannabis concentrate they they're talking about, okay? Um, when you guys hear canna bump, does that ring a bell to like another drug that you've heard of before, like cocaine? <laughs> <laughs> basically, guys, I'm just gonna explain the box to you. It comes with a little jar like that big, basically your standard cocaine vial. Um, It's included um, powdered cannabis that's white. It comes with a little dipper spoon so that you can sniff it. It comes with a little card so you can chop it and make a line if you want to do that. And it's supposed to just be weed. Um, and even the fact that I've just had to explain that to you, then the way that I've had to explain it to you feels very strange because there's no way that you can tell me that this is not packaged to look like cocaine. Um, and I feel like if you're trying to, if you're trying, damn, I don't even want to say this, but if you're trying to snort weed, maybe you should just move on? Like, I don't, like, I there's all, listen guys, they've made it so awesome that there's so many ways that you can ingest cannabis. I don't know that this is the, this is a way that I want, I don't want my weed to look like another drug. I don't want my weed to look like it came from Scarface. Like, I don't want my weed to look like it's going to make me, sweat and talk fast. Like, I don't want my weed to look like it's going to keep me up all night. Like, I don't want my weed to look like the shit that Sarah Michelle Geller was doing in the bathroom of Cruel Intentions. I just don't want my weed to look like drugs is what I'm trying to explain. Um, it was, um, only being distributed in, cannab- in uh, ca- cannabis, in California, apparently. Um, it is now not being, that's not a thing anymore <laughs> because everybody is fucking outraged because you're literally making weed look like another, like a harmful ass drug. Like, So I was trying to figure out and I can't find it anymore because I originally I found it on like weed maps because I just typed it to see if I could find it because I thought that was, I didn't believe it. So I wanted to like see if it was real. And so it's not, you can't, Find it like that anymore, but I did find a leafly article um, where it basically the description for the cannabis just is like it says, "Have a great time with your cannabis uh, with our cannabis concentrate. Cannabis are exactly what they sound like. Cannabis concentrate intended to be devoured through the nose." ingest it straightforwardly so I guess like a fucking uh, like a pixie stick or like a what do you call those dipping sticks those things um, or add it to your number one food and see when you start to like say as you can devour weed through your nose and, and sprinkle it in your food I mean there's ways to sprinkle weed in your food there's ways to cook weed THC with into your food but this just doesn't feel right and that just felt <sighs> to say devoured through your nose just feels mad illegal to me because I don't think any like legal drug is supposed to be snorted like I don't think that's you know what I'm saying like I don't think that's the instructions for it um <sighs> it's like I said it's not out there anymore But here's the thing, guys, there are so many people that smoke weed and have access to weed because they actually need it, right? So for the people that have medical, um, they're medical marijuana card holders, right? And think about like in how I live in a place where it's legal, right? And maybe you live in a place where it's legal, right? But there's places that are still not it's still not legal, right? So if people have their fucking, their cards and people are already kind of looking at them weird because they don't really believe in these cards because they just think marijuana is a fucking devil's lettuce and blah, 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 right? So these people that are like genuinely need this and um, already getting like side eyes and stuff like this, when you when you bring a product like this into the, at like into the fucking, on the market, you run the risk of alienating those people even more. So now not only are you like, so I mean like you guys are already thinking that it's like a gateway drug and blah, blah, blah and all this like that. But when we're packaging it and presenting it like cocaine, I think that's that's a dangerous thing to do when there are people that are still in places that it's shunned upon and that that they think it's just as bad as cocaine. And you know what I'm saying? Like I, I think that this is dangerous because in those I think it's like thirteen states, um, you just make it a lot harder and more in, and more inconvenient um for people that actually need it. I think it's very irresponsible. And I think that obviously a drunk white dude with no shirt on created this and wow. Like, the fact that you gave niggas tools to fucking utilize it like cocaine. Like, the fact that you put it in a fucking cocaine vial is outrageous. Like, you had every intention on making that look like cocaine so that you and your friends can go put a little can of bump and a little cocaine together and do all this with the card that it comes with and then separate into a line with the card that it comes with and then just fucking be snorting can of bumps and cocaine all night. Like, Listen, if that's how you motherfuckers like to party, that's cool. But leave that shit in your basement or wherever the fuck you be doing that shit at. Because I'm cool on niggas making my shit look like drugs. Ill. And then also, like again, like I said, we have to remember and be mindful that every place isn't California. Every place isn't Nevada. Every place isn't Fucking Colorado, uh, Denver. You know what I'm saying? Like, we can. So when we do irresponsible things like this, it may not affect us directly, but it's affecting people that are trying to find a space in the same community that we're in. So that's all I'm saying. So we can move on now. Stop lecturing you assholes. Um, (laughs) All right. So. Speaking of lectures, isn't that what sermons are? They're just like lectures, like a shit, God told you not to do. Um, but anyway, so there is a preacher, um, named Robin Bullock, right? Um, he recently had a um, a sermon, and he also has a YouTube uh, channel called, or a YouTube show called The 11th Hour. Um, and basically on this show, um, he thought that it would be, um, I guess in people's best interest in time to spend uh, the time that he could be given a good sermon or really actually preaching something. Um, but yeah, so instead, um, he po- okay, so the video comes up and it shows basically the pastor telling his uh his his co- what do you call them the con the congreg congregation what do you call them individually though congregants congregants anyway he's telling all the niggas that they should pray for Joe Biden and then I'm going to have to read what he said right so you guys can get the full feel for it you can pray for a man named Joe Biden you should you should pray okay you can pray for the office of the president. you. But you cannot pray for President Joe Biden because you might as well pray for the Easter Bunny because he doesn't exist. I, uh, I mean, what, nigga? Like, uh, he basically said that Joe Biden is not the is not a real president. That shit was not fucking ordained by him and his weirdo people. Okay, first of all, I just saw the picture of him, and he looks like a dark lord Billy Ray Cyrus, but I'm not here for that. I'm not doing this with him or with y'all. So, um, he thinks that, of course, Trump is the rightful president. He feels like if him and other people Continuously talk on this and speak on this, that they can call him back into presidency. And here, here, here got a thing about like people that want things that aren't in, that are impossible. It's like you guys claim to know so much about the government and like how things work and how things should be, but y'all don't even fucking know that he legally can't ever be president again. Like, are we missing that? Like, what's happening? Like, he, like, he literally, like, there's not, like, you can't fucking, like, appeal this. Like, this is not a thing. Like, you literally can't be. Because don't you think that niggas would have made other presidents longer than the, the two fucking terms? Like, he's not the one to wish to fucking waste this fucking wish from the genie lamp on, is what I'm trying to explain. But anyway, um, he's basically telling his, his congregation... That basically Joe Biden is not the legitimate president. He is a jackal sitting in the white house seat and he called him dangerous to America. If I could just be real fucking candidate candidate, (laughs) fucking weed. If I could be candid with you guys for a quick second. um, I think that a lot of these white men put into power are dangerous to America, but that's just my personal opinion. Um, I think that all of them are toxic as fuck. I don't think any of them have our real concern. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like at, like they, they don't really, they don't fucking care. Like they don't, they don't care about us. Like if you're not making the money that they're making and shaking the hands that they're shaking, they literally don't fucking care about you. Like whether, no matter what color you are, no matter how white you think you are if you're on the tax bracket bro you right over here with us you feel what i'm saying to you like so i don't somebody telling me that one white man is dangerous over the other one just sounds like fucking malarkey to me but (laughs) anyway what how do we turn off you niggas internet like how do we stop people from saying ridiculous things you can feel however you want to feel about the person that's president, just like we felt however we wanted to feel about the last person that was president. But I, I I, can't make it, we can't make it go away. You can't make it go away. So just because, so you're telling people that they can pray for him individually, but if they pray for him as Joe Biden, then basically you're just taking on his sins as well. And you're going to hell. Like, is this what you're telling people? Is this what you're telling people, Mid, fucking medieval Billy Ray Cyrus? Is that what you're telling people? That's fucking crazy. Like, I I wish I could wrap the, my mind around the bullshit that people fucking say, but I just really can't. Um, if anything, you're probably just going to go to hell for being a dumbass. Like, I don't know the rules specifically on who goes and who stays or who goes up and who goes down. But I feel like spewing stupidity and and especially in the name of God has to be putting you down below. So I don't really. Anyway, I don't know. That's all I'm here for. Let's fucking move on. Really, guys, y'all got to see a picture. His name is fucking Robin Bullock. He literally looks like if Billy Ray Cyrus was in The Crow instead of Jason Lee. And I'm gonna move on. <laughs> oh speaking of Malarkey, because that's all I can that's all I know how to fucking call it. Guys, I don't know if you guys have seen this story. It just kind of surfaced recently, but it looks like this is something that um was started in 2019, right? Um, there was a black guy in South Carolina. Um, his name is John Christopher Smith. Um, he's intellectually disabled. Um, I said he was black, right? Okay. So he's black. Um, he worked and has worked, um, at this, uh, cafeteria, um, for like 23 years. Right. Um, The owner of the cafeteria, J and J cafeteria, is named Billy, or excuse me, Bobby Paul Edwards. Okay. Um, For those twenty-three years that John worked for Bobby, um, he beat him and forced him to work long hours for literally no pay. Do you hear what I'm saying to you? For not nothing. He would work 18 hours a day, y'all, six days a week. He had an apartment that he, the the owner made forced him to stay in, but it had, like, mad roaches, and it was just gross. Um, they say that um, the owner's family knew that he was being enslaved, but they didn't do anything to stop it. Um, and enslaved is probably like the best word that I have for it. Anytime somebody forcing you to do some shit and you're not getting at least paid for it, sounds pretty slavey to me. Um, so, uh, whenever, uh, the, uh, whenever John's, uh, family would come looking for him, you know, knowing that people said that he worked there, they would come and then the owner would lock him in a freezer or in a whole different room. So that his family couldn't find him. Um, one time. Uh, the uh, guy tried to escape. And the white man caught him. He hit him in the head with a frying pan. Burned him with hot tongs. Beat him with belt buckles. And basically berated him. Calling him a nigger. Right? You know how they love that ER. Um, Like. This was happening, y'all, for 23 years. I just... I... Anyway, he was finally caught and in 2019. He pled guilty to one count of forced labor, of coercing an African-American man with an intellectual disability to work extensive hours at a restaurant for no pay. He was sentenced to 10 years in prison, Um, originally, uh, the, uh, settlement that was, uh, come upon was, uh, for Smith to get uh, $273,000, right. And unpaid wages and overtime compensation. But recently, um, the court of appeals, um, has actually doubled that amount amount to about 546,000. Um, which is fucking amazing. It's literally the least that anybody could do. Um, the only reason that they made an update or change is just because at the time that they had made the initial uh, settlement, it says the district court didn't properly account for federal labor laws. Um, and so they had to account for those as well. Um, cause in, of knowing how much, uh, minimum wages and overtime compensation that has to be paid on the current basis once the work is done and all that stuff like that. Right. Could you imagine looking for an uncle, a brother, a dad for 23 years? And... That's really crazy. White people are really fucking evil, G. Like, they real fucking evil. Like, could you imagine? And you know what's so crazy is that... I mean, I know... I wish people just would just sometimes just open up their eyes and realize that like sometimes you be bigger than niggas and like sometimes you could have just fucking beat him up. But I mean, I'm sure I don't I'm sure he might have been scared or threatened, he might have threatened his family. So I can't even speculate, but that shit is fucking crazy. It's the least that they can do. Um, honestly they should just give him That fucking cafeteria That's what I think they should do I think they should just give him That man's fucking restaurant And I think that that should cover it <laughs> um, But yeah man that's super fucked up But I'm really glad they got to him Before like he, was, he died Or anything crazy like that But um That is I mean damn but wait a second if they're coming up with 546,000, like, what about like all the abuse and all that stuff and all the suffering and when he tried this, like, mm, niggas might have to come up off of a little bit more than that now that I'm thinking about it, but I don't know. But anyway, let's move on. Speaking of people wanting niggas to come up off of some stuff, li- niggas, first of all, can we talk about Bagel Bites for a second. (laughs) Listen. I know some people like Bagel Bites. They're all right. When you cook them in the air fryer, they're pretty dope, right? But like... Do y'all go to Bagel Bites for like quality ingredients? For like a hundred percent all natural like ingredients. Like when you bite into a bagel bite, are you expecting to have nothing but top notch quality, top shelf everything when you're biting into a bagel bite? Because apparently niggas in Wisconsin do think that. So we all know the fucking Wisconsin is filled with, fucking cheese heads, right? <laughs> Sorry, that was a fucking football dig because I'm a Bears fan for life and y'all suck, but anyway, <laughs> okay, so but, people, but fucking Wisconsin, they're, they're known for cheese, like cheese, that's their shit, like if they do nothing good, they do some fucking good cheese, right? And so there are people in Wisconsin that, wants, that are suing bagel bites because they feel like that bagel bites isn't made with real cheese the box says made with real cheese and they're stating that it doesn't they're saying that it's include that they include um modified food starch in the cheese and so that should be considered a cheese blend and not of mozzarella cheese. Um, who the fuck? Again, who the fuck is turning to bagel bites? Like, I want some authentic mozzarella. Let me go get a bagel bite out of the fucking freezer. Like, what is happening? Um, they're also stating that um the tomato sauce is not just tomato but like couldn't that just be like a pizza sauce recipe that they made again why are we hassling bagel bites for quality food if you want a quality bite of a pizza you probably are gonna have to make it yourself like to be honest like just being honest like you really may just have to make it yourself i'm gonna tell you like what is happening with you motherfuckers like you guys are so fucking weird um bagel bites is of course coming up with um we stand behind our fucking shit pizza in the morning pizza in the evening pizza at supper time like <laughs> basically host it down um uh, I mean we'll see what happens but like they're willing to strongly defend their brand they said I, I just don't know why guys i don't it's it's just pizza but it's bagel bites um I, I can't I don't I don't know what's wrong with child. So okay, let's fucking let's move on. Okay, so <laughs> um I don't really have a good segue for this, but this is definitely in the category of white women wanting to be oppressed, right? Um and uh influencer. Um I don't know if she I don't know how she is an influence on social media. I didn't care to look into that, Um, but she's from California. She's a mom and a social media influencer. Um, She has recently gotten criminal charges filed against her because she uh, claimed that a Latino couple was trying to kidnap her children at a Michael's parking lot. Um, Unfortunately for her, the video came back and they, it didn't tell that story. And the people that, um, the, the Latino comp, uh, couple that this happened to, of course, they're happy that these fucking charges are being filed against her cause she's fucking being ridiculous. But these niggas already got six kids. They don't want your white kids. They don't want your white chil- like Like, look at me. They don't want your white children. Okay. Like they really don't like, they don't want them. They literally, nobody that has six kids of their fucking own give a shit about yours. Like literally, like literally don't give a shit about yours. Like if you, if you, if you were not watching and a car was backing into your children and a nigga got six kids, they're probably not even going to tell you. Cause they would be like, wow, like that's two less kids. I'm just kidding. But like <laughs> that's so terrible. But I'm just saying that nobody with six kids is trying to kidnap your kids. So basically she called. This happened back in December um, where this originally happened. Um, She told the police um, about this. Well, excuse me. First, because, you know, niggas love being on the Internet. Um, And she first told um, Instagram and then told the police. Um, And according to the police. The information that she gave them and what they verified from the surveillance footage was not the same. Um, they, uh, the police, actually have to apologize because I believe there was some surveillance footage stills, like some freeze frames of these people that were released to the media, like before they looked into this lady's story, um, and they ended up not being uh, not doing it at all. Um, they are Sadie and Eddie Martinez, and they're super happy about it, I mean, but, like, how do you erase that your fucking, a bitch had your fucking, fucking picture on the fucking TV saying that you stole kids, and you got mad kids on your own, like, you don't want them fucking kids, but, um, I don't know, this is just another fucking example of, like, white women just being just white women, and like really just being out here and just doing whatever the fuck and not caring about the consequences that it that they may have on other people or even themselves. Case in point. So she's probably gonna go to jail or at least go to. I don't know if she gonna go. To, she probably going not go to jail. Probably cause she white, but she'll probably get like a fine or something and a slap on the wrist or something like that. I don't know. Who knows? But um, I'm sure she'll make an Instagram video about it. Let's move on. Imagine if your fucking nickname was a sperminator. <laughs> sperminator. I just like. Oh god. I, I. just. I'm so. That's brings me such joy to say that. Um. But basically, this is a a man. He's from New York. His name is Ari. Um. He's 44 years old. Um. And people know him as a sperminator. He has fathered 77 children by donating his sperm to dozens of women who want children of their own. Um, he, at one point, you guys, he was even um, having sex with these people um, at first. Originally, he would just have sex with the women to help them conceive. Um, but now he skeets in a fucking cup and hands it to people, I guess. I don't I don't know how much he gets paid. I mean, was he just trying to fuck people? Like, I don't understand. Um, he basically is saying that um, he's probably not going to stop. He did get a letter, though, from the State Department of Health, basically saying that, like, you can't just be like, <laughs> you can't just be like nutting in cups and handing it to people. So I think he just has to go back to being a male prostitute. I'm not really sure. (laughs) But he likes this shit. Um, He's got two 12-year-old kids of his own. Um, But he says that it brings him joy to be able to do this for other people. Um, So there is a lesbian couple that needed help to grow their family. Um, That he helped, I guess, more recently When he was on the Dr. Oz show Or he was talking about how he was going to help them And then there was another woman Who was single And felt like she wasn't meeting like Mr. Right Um, She was in her Mid-40s And she felt like she couldn't wait any longer To meet anybody Um, And Ari's gonna fucking bust that nut for you Sis (laughs) like he just says that you know being able to do that for people has brought him a lot of joy but like of course it did when you was originally fucking everybody like fucking brings me joy too Ari (laughs) so yeah this nigga got mad kids (laughs) what if like when all his kids get 18 they just come find him like is that a thing like is that a thing especially like since niggas like you got your face and shit all out there like do they know well they probably don't know that it was you I don't know. It's your daddy just sperminated though, like, you know. Alright, guys. <laughs> That's it. It is time for the one-up for the week. This is super simple and super common sense, you guys. You can't do shit about yesterday, so try to make today as dope as you possibly can, okay? That's it. Alright guys, this is one episode. <laughs> episode 118 i'm chris i'm high and i'm out bye guys